Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. It'll be a 1-1 to judge. The pitch swung on and hit. Deep center field. Trout on the run. Aaron Judge number 50. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, good morning. It is now Thursday, October 26th. Keith McPherson on the fan in New York, talking sports with the greatest fans in the world, in the greatest city in the world. We just don't have the greatest teams in any league and any sport, and I don't know when that's going to stop. I don't know when that's going to change. I don't know when the misery ends. What did we do to deserve this? It wasn't like we went on a title town run where we were just winning everything and now the tables have turned. You know, I've had that theory with the Yankees. That, you know, the Yankees were dominant for so long. Now it just evened out. But it wasn't like we ran through a a run of World Series that also lined up with Super Bowls and Stanley Cups and NBA Finals. Like, I don't know, folks. I don't know. So we did enough right now on the Knicks and Nets, but I am obviously going to keep taking calls on the Knicks and Nets. So if you're on the line, stay on the line, but I'm resetting my show a bit. The first thing I wanted to address was Carl Banks, BT, and Sal. I've got respect for everybody. If you can't tell, I've got respect for callers. I've got respect for my coworkers. I got respect for every human being I come across until I get disrespected that, you know, respect is a two-way street. And, uh, you know, ego, I think in, in the entertainment business, specifically in radio, ego can get in the way a lot. And, um, man, when I when I started seeing the chatter on the Elon Musk machine on X on Twitter today from Giants fans that felt some type of way about how Carl Banks was treated on air here. I wasn't listening to WFAN at the time, but I went back to the Odyssey app to listen. And there's a few things. One, Carl Banks is a part of the New York Giants broadcast here at WFAN. WFAN is the official home of the New York Giants. There's literally a deal. The Giants 
are broadcast on here every game. And Carl Banks is a part of that. And as a former player, as a New York Giants legend, as a Super Bowl winner, as a, a pretty classy guy, a solid guy, he joins BT and Sal's show once a week. And I think he gives some good insight. And, you know, the thing about BT and Sal's show, with the way that this all, you know, boiled over and actually just went really bad today with Carl. I felt like, you know, they were doing some of that with a Dory Jackson or a Dory Jackson, a current Giants player who calls in. And um, man, there were times where I would listen to Dory Jackson call in. And in the beginning of the season for the Giants, before they just got that win, it was like, I felt like some of the questions that Sal would ask, Adori or even BT, they they just crossed the line of professionalism and they crossed the line of like, come on now, like this guy is going to war every week for New York. This guy is going to war every week for the Giants fans. No, they're not getting the results that they want. But this guy's taking time out of his day. He's a millionaire. He's one of the few athletes that actually made it to the NFL. You guys got to have a level of respect for that, right? I do. Uh, some of the lines of questioning, like I remember one day Sal was like, does food not taste as good? Does the air not feel as like because you guys are losing? And Adoree flipped it on him. He's like, no, nah, we're fortunate to be in the NFL getting paid to play a game and do what we do. There's people actually dealing with real life issues and problems. So no, like, you know, trying to be funny and trying to be sarcastic about the giant struggles and the team losing when you're talking to an actual player, like that rubbed me the wrong way. You know, well, when are you guys going to start tackling? When you're like, it's like, come on, yo, give some respect to this man who is joining your show to enhance your show and our radio station. He plays for the Giants. He's not some random caller. He's not some Joe Schmo dialing the number up to rant and rave. So I felt like that bled into some of the conversations with Carl. And then today with Carl and the conversation around Kayvon Thibodeau, give it a rest. We get it, right? Kayvon Thibodeau is a, a top pick, a top 10 pick. And you want to compare him to Micah Parsons or Aiden Hutchinson or some of these other guys in the league that are edge rushers that get a bunch of sacks and wreak havoc on quarterbacks. But you know what? I've said this when people have called me to try and pick a Kayvon Thibodeau. Look at the system. He's in Wink Martindale's system where they're not always asking him to pin his his ears back, put his hand in the ground, and go full speed around the edge to try and tackle the quarterback. I felt like today they so badly wanted to stay on their take, on their stance that Kayvon Thibodeau isn't playing good enough. And when Carl who played defense, who played linebacker, who played edge, who played for the Giants in the NFL is telling you, I watched the film. I'm a former player. The guy's not doing as bad as you say. Pour into your fan. Stop looking for negativity, right? He had some pressures, and that's another thing. Everything isn't always sacks. And then for, for you to discredit a guy by saying that, oh, he gets a sack by just jumping on the quarterback. He's the first to the quarterback. It's a sack. 
That means he beat the man that was supposed to block him. He's the first there. A sack is a sack. How did Michael Strahan break the all-time record for sacks? It counts. How are you discrediting these guys that grinded their whole lives? Like, one day I was listening to Sal make fun of Evan Neal, and I get it. Evan Neal with the whole flipping hot dogs and burgers thing and sheep and lions thing, that young man made a mistake. He's 23 years old. He's got a lot of life to live and a lot of things to do and experience before he knows about any type of work. He's never had to work a day in his life. But when I heard Sal say, this guy doesn't block anybody. Put me in there. I could do a better job. You wouldn't last a series. You wouldn't last first, second, third down. You might not last first down. So, like, there needs to be a wall and a line. And I always say this, like, at the games, right? There needs to be an imaginary wall between fans and players. Like, when I'm at Yankee Stadium and people throw stuff on the field, I'm like, you guys are bugging out. Or whenever I see that, even basketball arena, someone throwing a water bottle at Kyrie or popcorn at Russell Westbrook, I'm like, you guys are out of your minds. If these guys actually got their hands on you, it's malice in the palace. And it it, it just it, it made my skin crawl to hear Carl Banks at his age and how classy he is to be on WFAN talking to these guys. And it's like, who are y'all? Because you're a radio host? Oh, you're drawing the line when someone starts telling you how to host a show? What he's telling you is you are it's not it's not your podcast. It, it is not just your show. You are hosting a show that Giants fans are listening to. And a lot of people are listening to your takes and running with your narratives. And if a former player who also is on our radio station calling the games that knows more than you and is watching the game and telling you, get off this kid. He's not doing that bad. You want to talk about last year and pair it with this year? He was hurt last year. He's a rookie, and he like he was a rookie. Now he's in his second year. He does things to affect the game. Pressuring the quarterbacks, that, that, that affects the game. It might not be the ooh and ah to you on Sunday sitting on your couch, but if this guy is telling you that over and over and over again, he's not telling you how to run your show or how to host your show or how to, how to be a host on WFAN. He's telling you that it's it's irresponsible and that you're, you're not doing your job by nitpicking at this guy's body or nitpicking at his speed or his twitchiness. And Carl did a good job of giving you examples. I love the Jalen Smith example. That's a former Dallas Cowboy. That when he played for the Giants last year, I'm like, I don't know why they picked him up. Yeah, he looks muscle-bound and jacked and fast. But like Carl said, he couldn't find the ball with a GPS. But he fooled a lot of people. People thought he was good. If you don't know what you're talking about, if you didn't actually play the game, and somebody that put their whole life into playing the game, made it to the NFL to be successful, and they're continuing to be an analyst and watch film and talk the game is telling you that, defer to them. That's why they're on your show. I think ego got in the way, and I hated that the call ended how it ended with them kind of banging the phone on and Sal being like, I needed to talk. And he, No, you don't need to talk, bro. Let this man talk. He is the expert. He is the one that knows. I feel like here at WFAM, man, we got a lot of guys that are just talking and the ego is getting in the way. We got a lot of guys that are like getting too big on themselves. This is the radio. I I just wanted to get that off, man. Like, I'm sorry for Carl. I'm sorry for the Giants fans that are upset. That wasn't right. It's a bad look. 
I hope that they apologize tomorrow. It seemed like they kind of laughed it off today. Then they had the guy from uh, Impractical Jokers on, and then I saw some of the stuff on Twitter. I'm like, no, this is bad. This is Jets and Giants week. We're the 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 back and forth is supposed to be between the fan bases, not two hosts on the fan and a former giant that calls in the fan to help us host the show and do what we do better. You don't know better than him. And if he's telling you something, just listen to what he's saying and move on from it. I felt like they just kept beating a dead horse with that. And, like, there's no line of respect for these players. I got a ton of respect for players. But maybe that's because I put on a football helmet when I was 10 years old. And I didn't take that football helmet off until I was 22 years old. And I understand what it takes to be good. I understand what it takes to play. I understand what grind comes with being an NFL player. I wasn't good enough to make it. So I look at guys that made it with the level of respect that you are rare. You're in a small percentage of human beings that actually put the blood, sweat, and tears in on top of your God-given ability to be actual NFL players. So what you say, I'm going to take what you say. What you say, I'm going to defer to. What do I know? And even if you say I only know one millionth whatever, show that man some respect. That man's taking time out of his day to try and help your show. And if he's telling you for five, ten minutes that Kayvon Thibodeau is a good player, that last week he had a great game that he could have been considered for defensive player of the week, but you want to focus on him dropping an interception. And then Carl gives you facts. Tyreek Hill dropped some passes, and he's paid a lot of money to catch the ball. Kayvon Thibodeau's not paid to catch the ball. So I wanted, to, I wanted to speak on that. I got a ton of respect for Sal. You guys have heard me defend Sal because, I mean, I came in with Sal. When I got hired, it was Sal and I in the New York Post. And they gave me the nighttime spot and not the overnight spot. And Sal, I would, would stay up at night and, and listen to him. I've learned some things from, from him. And I appreciate his journey and his story. But it's like, come off the high horse, man. This microphone is powerful. But sometimes guys take the power the wrong way. The power's supposed to go out. It's not supposed to come in. You're not supposed to suck the power in and think that you're the man and think that you know better and that because you get to turn the light on and, and, it's, and it's on now that you just are almighty. Any of us can be replaced. You got to have respect you got to check your ego at the door sometimes. And, you know, it, it just it rubbed me the wrong way. Carl Banks, I'm sorry that you had to get hung up on. And I know you probably don't care. But for anyone listening out there, like, we, we can do better at WFAN. Um, that wasn't right how that went down. And I, I don't think that their take was correct about Kayvon Thibodeau. I did watch the game. And I think the Giants' whole defensive line affected the game. Sometimes the sack is... Sometimes a sack can be caused by somebody else. The quarterback moves up, boom, the other guy gets the sack. It's not all just the flashiness and the numbers, and we got to give Kayvon Thibodeau a break. And I know I joke about the the clothes he wears and, like, hey, if you're going to be that flashy, you got to produce, you got to make those plays. But, like, I am not picking on the guy. I feel like it's gotten to the point where we're picking on this guy. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't talk like that face-to-face if you saw that man. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't be picking on him if you saw that man. But... You're you're power drunk on this mic, so much so that you're picking on a on a on a mountain of a man in Kayvon Thibodeau, and then telling another man who's doing who who did what he did, who's doing you a solid to tell you, hey, pour into your fandom, and you know at the last part of it, like BT is a Jets fan, Sal is not a Giants fan, he's also not a Jets fan, but 
because this WFA and the fan in New York, he's going to play both sides. You you told us you grew up rooting for the Falcons. So I understand why Giants fans are upset. I understand why Giants fans are mad. I understand Giants fans defending Carl Banks because that's somebody that brought some of the older Giants fans good times, good memories, wins. You love that guy in some ways, and he didn't deserve that today. He didn't step out of line. He was very classy. He kept saying what he had to say. He didn't kind of, you know, throw anything back. And I felt like, you know, the combination of BT and Sal, I think they treated him like any random caller. And those two together can get to a place where it's just not healthy. It's not, it's not, I don't know, it's not the way I would carry myself on air. I got respect for BT and his journey. I got respect for Sal and his journey, but I think they got to rein it in a little bit. I think they got to they got to check themselves a little bit. That didn't need to happen today. 877-337-6666. All in all, it's all in fun, right? This is sports. This is entertainment. We're grown men that obsess over other grown men playing games that we started playing when we were kids. And the Jets and the Giants are going to face off this weekend and Andrew Thomas practiced. And I don't know did they say if Daniel Jones is going to play or not? We're about to find out soon. It's Thursday. I can't wait to see Jalen Hyatt versus Sauce Gardner. I can't wait for all of it. You know, you heard my boy Jay Schmees call in. He's a big Giants fan, does a big Giants tailgate. I was going to pull up and potentially DJ at his tailgate, but I just know I'm not a Giants fan. I'm not a Jets fan. That's not my party. You guys have a good time. Hopefully the weather is as nice as it was today on Sunday. And hopefully... We get a great game, and we have a lot to talk about the rest of this week into next week, and we see what happens with these teams the rest of the way. And hopefully no other players or former players feel like they don't want to call in the WFA. And, like, I, I just, I don't know. I know Craig rubbed some people the wrong way. There's people in the industry that I've reached out to to come on WFAN, and they had issues with Craig. Um, and I'm like, oh, man, like I can't even get this guy on who I've – made friends with or got a relationship with because he's got something against Craig or he's got something against Sal or BT now. Like, nah, I hope we're not going that way, man. A lot has changed here at WFAN. From the first time that I got in here, a lot of people have dipped. I mean, three of my favorite guys dipped off. Moose had a show when I first came in, and you guys have heard my story about Moose. I, I love Moose. Um, I met Moose in the fan cave, and I was on Moose and Maggie two days before they ended up scrapping their show. I'm glad Moose does his Sunday show and I can catch that. Sweeney Murdy, that's my guy all the way. Like, I knew Sweeney was a professional. I knew Sweeney was a good dude. And when I came into WFAN, he took me under his wing. He showed me around the Yankees press area. He showed me little things and taught me little things about being professional and how to carry yourself and things to do and not do and introduced me to folks. And, you know, he stepped out. And Craig... You know, I refer to Craig as Uncle Craig, and we all know Craig's past and history, but all in all, Craig is a good guy. And when I first came in here, Craig reached out to me to say, hey, if you need anything, let me know. There's going to be ups and downs and this and that and that. And Craig left. So here I am two years in, and, you know, I just see the way things are going. There's just some toxic, negative stuff that I'm just, I can't get jiggy with it, man. I can't get jiggy with it, man. And I just wanted to speak on that. We can take calls. We can talk Jets. We can talk Giants. We can talk Knicks. We can talk Nets, but it, this is supposed to be fun. This is supposed to be entertainment. But there has to be a level of respect for everybody. When you guys call up, I give you guys time to talk. When you guys call up, I thank you for calling into my show. When you guys call up, 
I, I want to hear what you want to what what you have to say. We have a conversation. I'm not better than you because I'm hosting the show. So um, treat me with respect. I know we had some people calling and troll tonight, whatever. But we got to get back to the level of respect for callers and guests calling into the fan. This is a, a great establishment. This is a pillar in New York City. This is the number one sports radio station in the world. The first of its kind. They talk about WFAN across this country. And we got to keep it in good light. You know, we got to keep it up there. 877-337-6666. Let's go to Ron and Flatbush. What's up, Ron? You're on the fan. Yeah, good night, good night. Yeah, I feel you. I, I actually didn't know what happened. You just educated me on the, what happened with the call banks thing. I didn't know. That's very sad. Yeah, the, the, the show's been a little down. I called like two weeks ago and you had the rap going. I, hopefully I can hear some bars from you. You can cheer up later. Because um, I was the one, I, I had gotten disconnected. I had uh, Bismarcky. Was the was the line that I did? It was like I, Yo, I, you probably forgot. I said that after you after you put those bars <laughs> out, I said that sounds like Biz Marquee, and then somebody on Twitter said, "Keith, you're right, that was Biz Marquee." Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, was, uh, next time I have um, a five hour yeah. show on a Friday, I'll try and write some more rap, some more bars. Yeah. That's just something yeah. I do to entertain. That's just something I do to set myself I apart from the rest of the hosts on the station. That's something I do you know, to show my talent and, and who I am and entertain some people. So, like, I'm glad you you enjoyed that, and I'll, I'll try to cook something up again. But. Yeah, please, please do. Yeah, I um, yeah, I feel like it's so down. So I, I, well, it's a horrible thing that happened earlier. And I feel all your people who left. Well, I mean, I loved uh, Uncle Craig and all of guys. Even Steve Summers. But Yo, like, Steve Summers is so gracious to me. Like, I felt some kind of way. I'm like, I'm supposed to be Steve Summers' replacement? Hell no. That's an icon. And when I got to actually meet, like, I talked to Steve on his landline every month. When You know, I had Steve on with me every month. And he was so right. cool the way that he just took everything. Like, yo, oh, move, yeah. move aside for this unproven young cat that we're going to put on at night. And he took it in stride. And he's come back on some Saturdays. Like, there's been a lot of change. Change is constant. Change is good. But as things are changing, we still got to keep the caliber of shows and content and hosts up there. We can't go low. Yeah. Even even the guy you brought back with the boxing, I forgot his name. He, uh, Tony Page. Yes. Icon. Good Icon. guy. Great guy. Great guy, man. I, but, yeah, I'm going to finish with, yeah, Um, I got the Jets smashing the Giants. I know I, I, I really originally called up to talk about the Nets, but I know you went to football. No, and we can, I you got, got time. I, I, you got time, and we can talk Nets. We can talk Jets, Giants. Go for it. Yeah, I got the Jets smashing. I got 2017 Jets. Um, but, yeah, I was going to talk about Jock Vaughn, man. I, that, that, that loss there killed me today because I feel like it's an evaluation year for the Nets this year, and I'm looking at Vaughn and – I don't understand why he didn't have a point guard on the floor. You have Smith, you have Ben, and you have Dinwiddie. Um, they and were all Dinwiddie. on the bench. They were on they, the bench. These guys, they, they crumbled they, they were in the end. Turn the ball over. They, they were crumbled turn in the, the end. That place was that place was sold out capacity. Fans were into it, and and they just completely fumbled away a victory. Problem. There's a major problem with he, you. Got to you. Got to let Claxton and Ben go. You gotta let him go, and you gotta deal with the repercussions with the files. I understand that. And Miss, as far as Cam Thomas, he, uh, 25 minutes. 
are you serious? This kid, like, he, and I was listening to the show earlier. I, I think Josh Warren treats him like a kid, like he's still in his freshman year. He got to let him go and treat him more like a man. and let this He's a star. He's a star in this league. Let him off the leash. Let him go. Let him cook. I, I left the arena, and at 4.49, I tweeted out, put Cam back in so we could close this. And the other thing, I'm going to leave on one other point. What he doesn't understand, you could clearly see, and I, I don't know, it's my opinion, that Bridges and, and Cam Johnson are tired. They played in July and August. You you have to play Smith, and I think what was ever he didn't play Walker. Walker is yeah. a forward. He's a bucket. Yeah. You got to play Cam. That's crazy. Walker, like did did, did we not watch the Lakers in the in the playoffs last year with Lonnie Walker game four? Like, he didn't uh, play him. He's out of the he rotation. He's not even. I, he's DMP. I, I blame that on Marks because I believe that either. Either either Spencer or or or, or DSF or or um, yeah, they, Roy, they're in love with Royce O'Neal and Dorian Finney-Smith, and they they are mid as mid is in the NBA, in my opinion. Well, they're not game changers. They're not game breakers. They're super yeah. mid, and and they better figure it out fast because these Nets fans are behind them right now. But Nets fans have gone through a lot with how this whole thing crumbled and how much of a disaster and fail. The whole uh, last era was, and we're riding with them. But man, it, it could it could turn bad where people stop showing up. It could turn bad where people are are turning on Joe Sy, Sean Marks, Jacques Vaughn if they don't get it together. That was a disappointing opening night loss. It didn't have to go that way. Definitely. Thank you for the call. Appreciate you, Ron, out in Flatbush. Let's take a break here. Uh, I'd like to pick up the energy. I'd like to be positive. Uh, but, you know, I saw all that stuff on Twitter, and I wasn't going to be Twitter fingers about it. I was just going to speak freely on it. And, you know, I just think we got to be better, man. All of us got to be better. Callers be better, respect the host. Hosts be better, respect the callers. Nobody is better than anybody else. But I will say that these former players are better than us when it comes to analyzing and breaking down sports. You're a fan. You watch on TV. You've never been in the trenches. And even me playing college football. I think I know a little bit more than the next guy, but if I'm talking to somebody in the NFL that made it to that level, I, I'm I'm taking what they say and I'm not challenging them on it. The end. 877-337-6666. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. A perfect game for David Cohn. The 
third time works like a charm. It is the third perfect game in Yankee Stadium history. Don Larson in 56, David Wells in 98, David Cohn in 99, 27 up, 27 down. David Cohn has attained baseball immortality. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. At this time of the night, we can take calls on whatever you want to talk about and uh, talk through the sports and life and everything, man. I'm blessed to have the opportunity to speak with so many of you every week, connect with so many of you online and in person at our ballparks and arenas. And I don't take that for granted, man. I, I was out here for a long time and then being on WFAN amplified that. But I hope when you come across me, I hope when you meet me, when you see me, I come across humble, respectful. And I come across as somebody that's thankful to have the job that I have and be in the position that I'm in. Uh, my life could have went a lot of different ways. Um, <laughs> I don't take it for granted for one second, man. And being a part of the team here, being someone that carries the banner for WFAN and represents WFAN now for two years. When I see people dragging WFAN, when I see negative energy uh, New York Post write-ups, people on Twitter. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to have to speak on that. Maybe I can help. Maybe I can set some things straight. And I, I think tomorrow you'll probably hear, well, tomorrow is already today right now. I bet you'll hear some apologies and some things. But, man, I'm like, you know, we had the Beningo and Tiki thing. <laughs> And, uh, you know, now we have Carl and BT and Sal. And, like, all Carl was trying to tell them was, like, stop trying to find something. Stop trying to be negative. Stop obsessing about, like, what's wrong with this kid. Pour into your fandom and watch the game. And realize, like, football is a sport with 11 men on each side. And it, it works like a chain. They're all connected. And, you know, just because somebody was a number five draft pick doesn't mean that they're supposed to have five sacks in the first, you know, and he does get a number of sacks. He has a good amount of sacks. I don't know where you're going with that, y'all. I, I apologize for all that. I'm sorry. When I went back and listened today, I was cringing. I'm like, this. Why? what is going on? I'm like, is this the Sean Morash era of WFAN? We're now our hosts. Like, I don't even want to go in. I just, it's not me. Like, I, I'm not like that. I'm never going to be like that. I got respect for all of y'all. I got respect for anybody that calls in. I book my own guests. I show them all respect. And respect is the way. It's, it's earned. And it, it should be a two-way street. And I hope that they clear that up and patch that all up. But like I said, man, I knew that was, I knew that was trending in that way just hearing those calls with Adoree Jackson. I'm like, oh, nah, hell no. Nah. I'm like, the way they're talking to Adoree Jackson as a current player, like, who the hell are y'all to be talking to this man like that? Get it together. But I know, like, like I said, you know, the ego is a, a crazy thing. I defeated my ego a long time ago. But you can get on a power trip having this microphone. You can get on a power trip having people recognize you. You can get on a power trip, having followers and 
getting paid to talk sports, but in reality, like, did you play? So if somebody that played is telling you something, they are the expert. Their opinion is more closer to, like, being right than your opinion as a fan watching on TV. Like, they're they're dealing with more fact than you are. You're dealing with, like, hot takes and things that you want to say uh, to get a rise out of people and to get calls or whatnot. And I don't know. I hope we're not going in that direction. I want this to be a place that people look at as a credible source for sports conversations. I want this to be a place where people want to hear what all of our hosts have to say, and they're not changing the station, and they're not talking down on WFAN. If I can be somebody that carries the banner in the future that way, I will. So um, I, that's that's what I had to say on it, yo. I knew I was going to have to speak on it tonight, and we'll see what happens tomorrow. But I just think we can be better, and I think we will be. I think that that got out of hand a little bit, and uh, emotions got in the way. You know, I think... Um, you know, with Carl saying what he said, they took it personally. And uh, hosts here can be very territorial about their show and about what is said on air about them and how they do their show. And uh, I think that, you know, that, uh, an apology will come. And I think that, like, we got we to gotta be a little bit more humble and gracious and just understand that, like, hey, this is uh, someone doing you a solid. This is someone that's respected around here. This is someone that represents the New York Giants. This is the flagship station of the New York Giants, and, and we, we got to do better, and I, and I think we will. 877-337-6666. Carter's out in Brooklyn. What's up, Carter? You're on the fan. What's going on, man? Um, I'm not going to harp on the situation from earlier too much because I actually found out on my drive in. What I'm going to say is, um, I started listening to the fan in like the early mid two thousands, and I worked the overnight, so I got a clean, clear cut schooling on how this whole radio thing works from Tony Page. Very humble, very forthcoming with knowledge. Like he, he just was like the benchmark for me. Then I started listening to the smooths. You know, I started listening to these guys, and they were they they were knowledgeable but yet humble. Um, I think in general with media, we've come to a point where people just want to be right, whether their take is wrong. They just want to be right because it's how they feel. They don't care about the facts. There's a reason why a lot of these um, sports programs are where there's a moderator. Who might be very knowledgeable, but defers to the to the actual pros who actually play right. are very successful. You know, like like I'm I'm a I'm an electrician. I know a little bit about plumbing. I know a little bit about carpentry, but I'm not going to act like I know more than an actual plumber or a carpenter. So you have to you have to learn how to you know swallow your pride and and let those who know do so that it'll raise you up. And a lot of people don't want to do that. They just want to, you know. Yeah, they just want to be right. They want to yell and they want to drive home their thoughts and uh, their take. And if you don't agree with it, like I felt like, you know, that that's how that all went. There was a lot of ego, a lot of testosterone, a lot of uh, territorial, like, nope, this is what we think on our show. You're not going to tell us how to host our show. I'm not trying to tell you how to host your show. I'm telling you that it's uh, borderline weird 
and uh, not good for you guys to be consistently looking for something to pick at with Kayvon Thibodeau when, you know, he's he's doing his job, but whatever. Uh, and a lot of it don't even be based off of his performance on the field. It just be how they actually right. feel. The clothes that he shows up with, what he's wearing, how he dresses, his body type, uh, things he does on social media, whatever. And it's just like, I don't know. Um, I just don't know where we get off as radio hosts talking about these guys that are way more successful than us, way like make way more money than us, have done more than us. Like, we talk on a microphone about sports. Like we're, we're, years ago, I heard one of one of you guys host. This is way before you. I mean, this is when I first started listening to the fan. Uh, literally trash an NFL player because he was hurt. I'm not going to say his name, and I'm not going to say the player's name. And then the following week, leading up to the Super Bowl, he was chummy chummy with the same exact player. <laughs> and I was like, "Why don't you tell him what you what you exactly. call him on That's the air?" Fake. That's not authentic. Be real. Like, don't switch yeah, up. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna divert from that. When it comes to basketball, I'm happy that it's back. I am a New York fan. So I'm, they, people tell me I'm a rarity because I root for everything New York. I'm a Giants fan, Jets fan, Yankees fan, Mets fan. You'll see me at any game, any time that I feel like going. But that being said, uh, the, the, the Knicks, the, the, I, I can't get too high on them. They're not, they're not a championship caliber team. I would hope. My, my biggest issue with the Knicks isn't even the pieces that they have. It's the way Tibbs runs his rotation. He is going to run those boys into the ground doing a nine-man rotation over 82 games. He has to stretch out his bench, even though the bench isn't that deep past the nine. Um, I love Brooklyn's youth and, and the way they interconnect on the court. Uh, I think they're probably a play-in team because they don't have a bona fide star, even though Thomas is a walking bucket. Um I think they don't unleash him because he don't play as good a defense as he does offense. But you know, who really plays defense in this league now? Right. Um, you need a star. You need a star or two in this league to get it done. We all know that in the NBA. Exactly. Exactly. This is not the the old four Pistons where you really did have four bona fide stars that could easily carry their team. But you know, everybody was so so unselfish. It just was amazing. Um, hockey wise, uh, I, I just can't wait to see where the Rangers are in around February. The Islanders, they make my stomach hurt. They don't play no defense. The goalie is unbelievable, and you still play, play no defense and give up like five goals. I don't understand. Um, I can't wait for Sunday's game. I'm a season ticket holder for the Jets. I tried for the Giants, but, you know, I would have to pass those on to my great-grandkids in order for anybody in my family to get season tickets to the Giants. <laughs> Facts. Um, I got season tickets last year, you know, and I just got it as a goof just to say that I actually did it once in my life, and the team was actually pretty good. So I got it again this year thinking we are going to have Aaron Rodgers, and I'm like, yeah, we, we, we're going to make some noise. I didn't even get to see him. I got to the stadium like five minutes late, was was at the counter getting my food, and this other fan was like, he's gone. I was like, what? What are you talking wow. about? Like, yeah, you'll remember, yep, you remember that forever. Yep, you'll remember that forever. 
I never even got to see him suit up. But you know, he's trying his best to give back. I, I, I'm listen. Let Zach finish the season. I'm I'm content with it this year. He looks like he. When I went to one of their practices during um training camp, he actually didn't look half bad. And you're seeing he's a little bit more comfortable and stuff like that. If they can get competent quarterback play for him for the rest of the season, they can make the playoffs because they have an excellent running game. I hope the offensive line holds up. I still need to see more from their pass rush. Like They haven't had a, a bona fide pass rusher since John Abraham. I mean, Quinnen got what? How many sacks Quinnen had last year? Twelve. I don't know the exact number. Um... It was it was double digits. I know that much. But you can't look for your interior lineman to you know do that consistently with no help from the outside. That's how he gets. Yeah, those he had sacks. twelve sacks last year. No, but yeah, yeah, that other stuff. I mean, I, I I can't control how people act. But I'm a I'm a I'm a fan. I love your show. Uh, you you are my drive-in from work every night. Well, I appreciate it. And great call, Carter. Um, you know, I just try to hold it down for y'all, man. I try to come in every night and, like, around this time, you know, it gets loopy on a late night. I know there's some people that are listening as they're going to sleep, some people going to work, some people in the middle of their shift. And, uh, you know, I usually never have guests on this late. Probably never will. I like to talk to everybody. I like to connect with everybody. I loved hearing what Carter just said about him being a New York fan and rooting for all the New York teams. That's rare, right? Because we choose sides here. And, uh, you know, some people don't. Some people just want to see New York win. And, I, you know, I, I had my sides that I was on, but now that I'm on the fan, I, I've let you know my fandom. But, man, am I rooting for somebody to win and bring a parade back. I don't know when it's going to happen. Let's go to Sean in Denville, New Jersey. What's up, Sean? You're on the fan. Hey, what's up, Keith? How's it going? Thanks for taking my call. It's going well. It's going well. Thanks for calling. I was, yeah, absolutely. Love the show. Love what you've been doing on the fan for the, uh, the last couple of years now. I think you're bringing some, uh, some great insight to the show and um, uh, just super happy for you and all the success you've had at the fan thus far. Thanks. Yeah. I, and I always say, like, I think I know sports. I think I know a little bit, but I don't know any better than anybody else. Call me up and tell me if I say something wrong. Call me up and educate me and tell me something I don't know. Let's have the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I was calling in just because I was uh, I was at the Devils game earlier tonight. I've been to two home games so far this season. You know, longtime Devils fan growing up, saw the Stanley Cup runs, have seen some of the darker years as of recent memory, but um, you know, was really excited about last season and how Devils went on a nice little playoff run. They knocked off, you know, the in-town rivals with the New York Rangers. But coming into this season, like, expectations are super high for this team. And what I've seen through the first six games thus far, I'm not very impressed by. Like, I think this team is just getting caught up and reading the headlines about how great they are. I think the Devils are an absolute mess defensively. And, like, I think at some point in this season, the Devils are going to have to either make a move at goaltending or at the defensive unit because we're way too slow defensively. And to kind of draw a parallel to another sport, like, we look like the New York Yankees almost, and then that we're trying to just out-hit and outscore everybody, and we're relying on our power play way too much. And 
we're not focusing on the defensive aspect of the game, and we don't have the goaltending good enough to be able to bail us out like somebody like the Rangers or the Islanders. So, you know, it's it's only game six at this point in the season. Obviously not going to hit the panic button quite yet, but it is, you know, night and day from what I saw from this team at the tail end of last season to what we look like coming into this year. I don't know if they just need a kick in the rear end or they need to hit the reset button, but I can't say I'm that impressed from a defensive and a goaltending standpoint from this team thus far that's supposed to allegedly be a cup contender coming into this year. Sean, are you a Lindy Ruff guy or not? I've been kind of back and forth on him a little bit. I think he brings a, a you know a bit of an old school like grit and veteran presence, obviously, with how much he's been in the league for thus long. But you know, if it if it starts from the top and the success starts from the top and bleeds over into the players, you know, there's always room for a, a potential change at the helm. Like I think a lot of people at the beginning of last season kind of wanted him fired, but yeah. he went out and he proved everybody wrong. So it's like. If he falters again going into this year a little bit, do again, do we hit the panic button on the coaching aspect? Does there need to be a personnel change? Like I know we brought in some new assistant coaches and we lost Andrew Brunette as a head coach now in the NHL for another organization. So uh, just trying to help this team look for some answers. And I don't know whether you or me are going to have the exact answer, but again, through six games, I'm not loving what I'm seeing thus far. Yeah, I, I hope it's just early. Uh, I just hope it's early. And what I say is don't believe the hype. I caution everybody with the hype, and there's been a ton of hype around the Devils. Uh, are you going to the stadium series? I'm hearing a lot of chatter about that. I think I'm going to try and be there for the uh, Devils-Flyers stadium series um, February 17th game. Yeah, I'm looking into it. I might go as well, too. Um, you know, would I love for us to draw the Rangers or Islanders? Yes, of course. But knowing that that's the other matchup on the docket, of course, you know, that's a no-brainer for the NHL. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll get the South I, Jersey Philly fans to drive up the turnpike to greet us in uh, MetLife Stadium for that one. Yeah, absolutely. But just from, like, digging into it just a tad more, like, the Devils have a really promising prospect that's injured right now in the AHL. His name is Simone Nemec. Like, we drafted him, I think, like a year or two years ago. He was a second overall pick. And the Devils' back end of their defensive unit just has some, like, you know, older guys in the system that have been around the league for a little bit, but they've always been teams like sixth or seventh defensemen. That's you know, the Brendan Smith, Colin Miller, like free agent signings, guys that are on the fringe. Do we bring back? Do we not? This team has preached, you know, youth and accountability and the next generation of the Devils to come up and just bring some energy and excitement to this team. I just don't know why we're not doing that on the defensive end as well, too, because I feel like I know what these guys are that are playing the sixth and seventh guy fringe minutes. And, what we have done that has worked well at forward is we've brought the youth up and we've let them go out and make mistakes and learn their way through the NHL. And then they kind of come into their own shell a little bit and they figure out who they are in this league. I don't know why we're not necessarily doing that from a defensive standpoint quite yet either. Yeah. A couple weeks into the season, uh, I didn't go to the game tonight. I wish they won that game four three. They ended up uh, coming all the way back just to lose it. I'm going to the game Sunday uh, maybe I'll catch you there, Sean. Thank you for the call. We got to take a break here. 877-337-6666. One hour to go. Whatever you guys want to talk about. If you're on hold, uh, stay on hold. Mike, Jack, Kathy, I'll come to you guys in that order. Keith McPherson on the fan. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.